and welcome back to Life with Epilepsy. I'm your host, Amanda Robar. In my last episode, I talked about my darkest times when I was depressed. I didn't want to take my medication because it was causing my depression to get worse. And at one point, I decided I didn't even want to be here anymore. But I am because I got the help I needed. So I am talking to you now. And I thought that this episode would be a good one to talk about the signs of depression and being able to notice if a friend, family, or other loved one might be in a depressed state. Depression can be sometimes hard to diagnose as people usually see it as, oh, the person is sad. Well, yes, that can be part of it. But they can also feel overwhelmed and incredibly stressed out. It isn't always easy to know if someone is depressed. Sometimes people, like myself, are pretty good at putting on a happy face, a mask, if you will, and carrying on with their daily life. However, family, friends, classmates, and co-workers who've known the person for several years might see subtle changes in the person. Some of these changes might be the way the person walks. Did they used to walk tall and have their head up high and now they're slouching? That's odd. The way the person talks. Were they usually really bubbly and happy and maybe had the odd day and kind of, oh, it's, you know, a rough day, but we'll get through it. And now that rough day is always there and they just can't. Hmm. Perhaps they wear makeup all the time and all of a sudden have stopped wearing makeup. Or perhaps it's the other way around. They never wore makeup and now all of a sudden have started wearing it. At lunchtime, did they used to hang out with the group of friends or co-workers and chat and now are sitting by themselves? Mm, why would that be? Maybe you can go over and see if something isn't quite right. Maybe they seem frustrated or shrugging things off that are important, like schoolwork and their job, things they should be paying attention to and have stopped, important things. Has their work performance slipped or their grades dropped at school? This can also be a sign that something isn't quite right. Maybe they were really good at returning calls and texts and now they've stopped. Maybe it was just slowly stopping, or maybe they stopped cold turkey, are no longer talking to anyone or texting anyone back. This 
could also be a sign of depression. The same can go for emails. That could be emails for work, emails for friends and family, or even for schoolwork. If they've stopped returning emails, the question is, why? Why has this person all of a sudden dropped off the map when they used to be fairly consistent? Maybe not daily. Maybe they were daily. Maybe they always responded right away. And in that case, if they used to respond right away to the phone calls or the emails or the texts, and all of a sudden, nothing, that is definitely a sign to see what's going on. If there is no one new in their life, no major changes in their life, nothing, no new house, nothing financially challenging, no loss of a loved one or close friend, anything that might cause the person to spiral downhill and none of those things have happened, something is off. Sometimes it's easy to tell that something is wrong. Perhaps they break down into tears. Just it seems to happen all of a sudden and you don't know why. Sometimes the person will come to you. They may say they're sad. They don't feel right. They don't care what happens to themselves. No one will miss them anyways. Everyone's situation is different. But when it comes to epilepsy, it could be due to the wrong medication. It could be that the dosage is too high and the neurologist might lower it. If this doesn't work, then the neurologist will most likely change the medication. Sometimes depression runs in a family genetically. I know it does in mine. In this case, a family doctor or psychiatrist might recommend antidepressants. If the person is already on a couple of medications, they may not want to go on the antidepressant or perhaps someone is opposed to drugs Well, without the treatment of the antidepressant, the person can continue to spiral downwards. And this is incredibly unsafe. There are lots of ways to help with depression. For myself, I go for walks. That helps me. And another thing is talking to someone. Getting in touch with a counselor or therapist can be highly beneficial. Sometimes the person has more going on in their life than just medication levels and don't want to bring it up at work or at school. Sometimes people don't want their personal life to interfere with their friendships or careers. They think that bottling up their emotions 
when they're at work or school is going to be helpful for them. But in actual fact, it can be dangerous. You never know what someone's going through. Perhaps they have an ill family member. Maybe a child has moved far away. And now the house, well, the parents are empty nesters. Maybe there's been a death of a pet. We bond so deeply with animals that it can be beyond incredibly painful when they pass. Maybe the person is embarrassed about having to use the food bank to help feed themselves and their family. The loss of a job and having to go job hunting. The reasons for a person falling into depression can be anything and varies from person to person. So, what do you do? The truth is all you can do is be there for them. Ask if they want to talk. If they say no, don't force them to just be there. If they do open up, listen, they are confiding in you. Something not to do is tell them you know exactly how they feel and tell them your story. It's not the time to tell your story. Right now, your job is to listen to them and be there. You can ask them if there's anything that you can do for them. Maybe the answer is a hug. Hugs are free and they have a huge positive impact. You will never know how to help the person unless you ask. If they don't want your help, don't take it personally. They may feel more comfortable talking with their counselor or therapist. And that's okay. You can tell them that's alright. And that you're always there if they need to talk. I really hope that this has been helpful. Like I said, epilepsy and depression come hand in hand. However, you may have a friend or family member who does not have epilepsy or maybe even a classmate and you notice some of these changes. So all you can do is really just be there for the person. And if you notice those changes, any of them or a combination, just keep an eye out because you don't want your friend or coworker or family member to go spiraling downhill. It can be a really, really difficult hill to get back up. Have a great night, guys, and I will talk to you later.